$8 trillion. And now the mark. Oh! Oh! It went to zero! Showing love like always. Dead stock is glitching. Shout out to all the people listening to us right now on Twitter, Twitch, Beta TV, Free Young on YouTube. Uh, you guys, uh, I was in the Bahamas. We missed that show last week, but I'm happy to be back on this one. How are you guys feeling? How's your mind? 
How's your energy, Guru? I'm feeling great, bud. I'm feeling refreshed. I had a, I had a day off the last stream actually, so it's been a while since I've been on, and uh, excited to dig back into things, dude, and hear about your trip and talk about all the craziness from the past two weeks. Guys, I repeat, this is not your average. This is not a Twitter space. This is a high production space. Uh, no shitting on Twitter people, but uh, thank you for being here. With Dead Stuck, how you doing, dude? I'm good, man. I'm good. A lot of a lot of stuff been going on in the space, and uh, that's why we're here. The gang is back together to uh, to talk about it. You look, you you in that aqua blue, that Caribbean blue behind you, dude. It brings me back to the Bahamas, man. Holy smoke! That's what I wanted to do. I, I wanted figure. to bring back chill vibes and make sure that the sensei was uh, available to be himself. You, the music content. is just right. It's vibing. The cello is playing. It's, we're literally in the dojo. For those that in, that missed it, here's the dojo sound again. Boom. Metamori, I've missed you. You have been on an excursion preaching the gospel far and wide. What's going on? Welcome back. I know you're kind of sunburnt. You had a lot of more knowledge inside of your heart. What's going on, bro? Welcome back. What is happening, boys? It is so good to be back here with y'all hanging out and it was nice to have a, a bit of a break from from content creation and stuff and just taking a step back spending some time with my family and um you know just trying to trying to find that balance find that right balance but it's so good to hear y'all's voices be here and be hanging out talking about all this stuff we love he said the key word balance for sure we've been sucked down a black hole it feels like in, for the past two months month two weeks chasing hype projects running around with our heads cut off we're literally degenerates and i feel like sometimes it's, it's, it's bad to do that shit. it literally is a rat race but we're going to talk about it because today's title of the stream if you haven't already known is called the other side aftermath are we dead what the hell just happened there? No! What have we done? No, no, no. 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 We, we are frozen a bit. We might be frozen here. Hold on. Let me, let me see if I can fix this. They might be able to still hear us. If you can hear us. If you can hear us, boys and girls, <laughs> light the chat up with peas. Oh, Obama said I can hear you. Can we, nice. can we hear us? Back. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I think we're back. Holy smokes, that was the weirdest shit ever. Golly. Plugging in through the metaverse it has its complications. I guess the, the feds don't want me to talk about that topic. Sheesh. Do you guys see me at all? <laughs> yeah, I can see you fine. Wow, that was a major glitch. Uh, oh, boo, we back, baby. Back, back, back. So you can um, see me. They're saying yes, right? Okay. All right, just start off from uh, the um, podcast intro, I guess. No, 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 we're good. We're good. Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. Hopefully, this shit is still recording. If you, you if you guys don't get the audio version, too bad. Because we got to keep going. Show must go on. Uh, so it's called the aftermath of the other side, and capitalistic paradigm, the capitalistic paradigm of NFTs. Been noticing a lot of, uh, you know 
Bud, Greed. There's been a lot of glory too. There's been projects going under the radar. Uh, we're going to talk all about it. Guys, can you uh, inform the people what happened to the other side? Some people say it was probably the worst drop in history uh, compared to uh, Yetis, Gutter Cats, the way that the, the gas was and prohibiting other new members to join. What is your take as apes on the other side drop? So personally for me, um, I actually spoke about this on a Twitter spaces that I hopped into a couple days before the other side mint. My opinion on it is I was totally prepared to spend upwards of 10,000 guay on gas long before the drop ever became a thing. I knew that it was going to be really hyped and I knew that there was no way that anybody was going to be able to participate um, without spending a lot of money in transaction fees. I actually learned a little bit about how gas works and I, I, I would need to go back to the literature to refresh myself, but I thought I had an understanding about Ethereum gas fees. It's way more complex than what I thought. Um, it's essentially an auction for block space. So obviously what happened is people started off by spending, I think around 6,000 guay. And that quickly went up over the five figure limit, uh, which was costing people around 2.3 ETH on average in the, the first half of the mint block. So personally, I think I spent like 2.3 ETH for my two pieces of land that I was able to purchase with my ApeCoin. And I know that there's some people who spent slightly less and some people who spent slightly more. Uh, this was not a surprise to me. The only thing that I kind of found problematic was the way that they prolonged the mint so that only so many mints could go through per block, which caused the mint to take place over a two and a half hour time frame, And it caused the entire Ethereum network to come to a standstill unless you were willing to compete with the gas uh, like I say, at the time, that was like, uh, what are we talking, two and a half? Uh, you're talking almost 7,000 US dollars for the transaction fee plus the cost of the land. So somebody who was trying to put a position up on Uniswap or send their friend money, it was going to cost them the same amount. It was going to cost them uh, well over an ETH to send that money or to, to put that position. So I found that to be problematic. I don't think it needed to take that long. Why All that did was allow- Why not put a queue system for KYC wallets? Because you know, the, we... problem, the problem becomes, how do you mediate the people trying to game the system? Even the way they did it, they required the KYC. It cut down on the people that were going to participate drastically, but there were still people that ended up with 300 KYC wallets somehow. I'm not sure where they got all these identities from, but you've seen on Twitter, you could have purchased wallets off of all kinds of shady individuals. And some of them didn't end up being shady. I mean, I didn't hear of anybody's wallets getting drained, but I did hear tell of people who purchased, you know, upwards of 50 KYC wallets and had an unfair advantage. So, I mean, there's no way to get around that, but I think like the best way in the future moving forward is maybe a Dutch auction or to, to price people out accordingly, just uh, in a way that people gaming the system don't have such a crazy edge. I don't know. It's going to be a pretty complex obstacle you notice, to try to overcome. Uh, yesterday, for the viewers at home, before I give it to Deadstock and Metamoria about the PXN Phantom Network, the way that they did their queue system, it, it wasn't even perfect as well um, to get into their Dutch auction. I think they were trying to stop gas wars as well. I feel bad for the little guy, though. 
but I think that the other side land is what pulling back to the same range it was. Uh, you still can't get that same rarity roll of owning a coda, uh, which you know, you know, I was seeing a meme today or a, a, a image of a fat guy guzzling all the ETH and the little projects just getting the crumbs. And uh, I know there's a lot of little guys out there that want to uh, really eat with us, uh, eat with the whole ecosystem. And it, it's important, but um, I want to see, I, I feel like if anyone can do it is Yuga Labs with that solution. That's like, what is, what is your thoughts on the aftermath of the other side? Um, that life is imperfect. And no matter what people try to implement, uh, people are still going to be unhappy with the results if they don't get it. I mean, there's people that were fudding it before the drop and then they ended up getting good stuff and they stopped fudding it. There's people that were hyped before the drop, didn't get anything and started fudding it after. Um, you know, I, I do appreciate the fact that it could have been an opportunity for people to get in on the ground level. But I think we also have to be realistic with people taking personal responsibility. Um, you see a lot of people complaining. I sold this and that to get ape and now 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 I'm now ape is down now I'm down and I didn't even get anything I'm like you you got to understand and we've all done it before we've all lost money that it's it's a it's basically a game we are playing and you have to understand the moves that you're making you can't just say Yuga's drop is coming I'm going to throw my money at it which would be great if you succeeded but then not understand the ramifications if you don't get the results that you're looking for um and that's just pretty clear so well, I do have empathy. Um, we've been around long enough. Gas Force is not new to anybody. So nobody should really be like, oh, they could have done this. They could have done that. It's all Monday morning quarterback people talking. Um, I know there's talk of people saying they could have done uh, passes and done this or that. But just like Walshie mentioned, no matter what they implement and we can figure it out, people are going to gain the system. So the biggest thing was that they just were able to drop it. People were able to KYC and they did the best they could. Um, you know, the response afterwards was more concerning about, you know, ETH and how this and that, you know, we, we need to, we need to get our own chain. Um, you know, that was maybe a little, uh, heartless on their part, but, um, but other than that, I mean, it, it is, it is what it is. Like we're in crypto. This is a fast moving space. It is highly speculative, even if we have projects that have been successful for over a year now and people have to remember that and, and make moves accordingly. And, uh, and take it as a learning experience you know this, this is life and and there are people out there that are better at the game than us or have more money than us or will take advantage of situations that we won't take advantage of so yeah that's a great great set everyone's showing you love in the chat spoken like a truth speaking the truth special case law says walking around home depot getting some garden stuff with airpods and the twitch app shout out to you Nick. hey shout out to Laura zombie in the chat in the chat shout out to Abana. lz Go and mint his project. Abana is a great friend of the game, of, of the dojo. Shout out to Cyber Pip. Um, just all the people in here that we miss and we love. Great Sayas. Miss y'all, yes. Um, Metamori, should they have done a raffle? Uh, what is your thoughts on the, on, on the system? I know you're, you have more of the, the empathetic approach like your boy here. Uh, what, what is your uh, approach here? What, how, how do you feel as an April? Well, I definitely do feel for people that missed out on what they were <clears throat> hoping would be a, a better entry into the ecosystem for, for them. Um, I definitely agree with what the boys are saying that unfortunately with any 
any drop associated with such a popular and powerful brand, you, you kind of need to go into that situation over over prepared, uh, unfortunately, because there are so many people going after it. I, di I do think that they could have approached the drop differently, you know, in it, hindsight. There's, Maybe shut there's, down the contract? <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I don't really, this is all so new and, and the different things that are being done and, and the level of interest that's, that is happening for some, some of these projects is unprecedented. It, it hasn't been experienced before. So yeah, like I do Friday see, yeah. well, well, in a way, yeah. So I guess what, when I think about, well, what if they limited it to one, one per wallet? and and there was some type of you know they would do waves you're assigned a wave and everyone's guaranteed one you get to go to the waves but then there there would still be people that would have been mad that they didn't know what the kyc was for there was i guess what i mean is with this stuff there's always people that are mad there's always people that want out and i think the most important thing is whatever happened to you is to then respond to the situation at hand instead of spending too much time or energy on tweeting you know like it's i'm not saying don't share your thoughts i'm just saying spend more of allocate more of your time to figuring out what to do next versus you know voice voice your concerns voice your complaints but it probably don't spend too much time doing that when you could spend time just just deciding okay what's the best step for me to do next because whatever situation we're in you know there's there are you know there are the dingalings of the world uh caped and trippies and any of these massive whales that they're they're making decisions too they're losing money making money but we all no matter what situation we're in need to approach where we are now and how can we best proceed i do wish they had done the drop mechanics differently and that yeah. there had not been a gas war what did you think about the whole network I getting was shut down prepared Lord? for a gas war though the one thing i found problematic like more than anything was the entire fucking eth network could not do anything for the entire length of the drop which in my opinion was much longer than it needed to be did you find that too or did you find the three yeah, hours of didn't they say that they're creating their own chain and people were yeah, that has to go that. through the dow and nobody's going to vote for that because the values on eth the values on layer mm -hmm. one that's why we paid so much for gas not so that we can migrate to fucking ape chain you know yeah. what i mean is but I'm interested the possibility to hear like, to be created though with the fucking Buku funding and uh, the kind of ecosystem tokenization you guys are doing here at Yuga with that you know they're hinting at it you think it's just a farce it has to go through the DAO it's our choice it's the people who hold ApeCoin's choice if that happens or not and I know that some of the bigger holders aren't going to vote in favor of this I mean, uh, you know, if we look at the numbers for it, like the math of it, you know, the total mint size was what, 55,000. And what did they limit it to? Uh, 160 transactions or whatever per block so that they can process it. So, you know, if it takes a block 13 seconds, like the, they made it, they made it that way. I think that the thing is that a lot of people 
need to remember is that like when you have a base gas fee for, for Ethereum, um, every time there's like a high demand, uh, it calculates the next block as higher. So with everybody doing the gas war, that's why it ended up one, because they did the limit of how many they could transact per block. That's why it ended up taking two hours. But then also that's why it literally just stayed between, we'll just say 5,000 and 7,000 because every time the, the blockchain is, is busy, um, the next block, the successive blocks are made to be even higher to accommodate for the increasing gas fees. And so like, um, I think I saw a Twitter thread that was mentioning the math of it. And it, basically that's the main reason why it just stayed that way. No, like it's no one, no one would have been able to mint that out in any quick fashion at all. And so it was just a lot of parameters that were put in place that, you know, between the gas war, between the limitation of the blocks that were able to go through, that it lasted so long. And, uh, and that's why it never even came down because every time you would expect it to come down, other people were just like, all right, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to pay 5,000 gas. I'll pay 6,000 gas. And it literally just restarts the whole thing again. So. Yeah. No one, no one is in uh no one is safe out here in this uh, blockchain space. You know, I, I honestly think it's probably one of the worst drops. Uh, and there's been worse drops too. Gutter cats have had a worse drop. Yetis have had a worse drop. There's been a lot of drops out here that sucked. Um, but it's okay. It's, we're learning through it. We're trying to grow. I wish, uh, you know, in a perfect world, we don't live in a perfect world. I get it. This is what I'm getting, uh, from the homie. Um, what the fuck is, cause I, I had the homie Bitcoin. He said he could develop a better contract for this. Uh, and I thought that was awesome. Uh, maybe they're devs. Maybe they need to fucking look at the new devs there. Maybe they need to knock on Bitcoin ski's door. Um, I mean, even, even Vitalik said there was only so much they would have been able to do with a contract. So even if it was the most efficient contract, we would have went through the same shit. Yeah, Vitalik weighed in and said, like, optimization would have done minimal because people would have just fucking yeeted their gas up. It would have been the exact same result. It was a demand issue. It wasn't a contract was issue. The only issue I had, like I say, was the entire network fucking lights out for two hours. It was a little excessive. That's um, avoidable. There are numerous avoidable things. But for sure. Hopefully that changes for future drops. Yeah, I mean... Some people want gas for to come back. I mean, I don't think necessarily you're going to have to have the gas for come back with like, you know, we're, I'm seeing today a lot of people complaining about Huxley and increasing supply and whatnot. There's a lot of been, there's been a lot of complaining, but you know, we're kind of privileged. We're kind of entitled when, you know, you have a 10,000 asset and you're complaining about a thousand increase of a supply when there's infinite, there's 350 million people in the world that have to get into this game or gonna get into this game so it doesn't matter if you're you know if you're going up a thousand in the supply that's not the point the point is more people getting accessibility into the ecosystem uh without having to game it or compete but hey maybe uh maybe i could talk to the parallel people um get get some better uh maybe maybe Chainlink vrm could help this shit out something in the blockchain has to help this shit out We shall see. We shall see. And in, in, in the end, there's there's premium projects. That is what it is. Like the the, the top five six projects at this point are basically board ape, you know, uh, mutants, other side, doodles, Aku, um, uh, Azuki, and uh, Clonex. Those those are Moonbirds. Uh, recently, like um, you know, if people are gonna feel comfortable getting into a 10k project for Moonbirds for for whatever they keep claiming is 
one of the best teams in Web2, um, even though they have a track history of certain things that I just won't get into. And I do wish them the best because I have a lot of friends with Moonbirds. It's like, you know, are, are we really going to complain about paying three and a half ETH for a piece of land for the future of what looks like to probably end up being the best metaverse with the technology that they're claiming to use? And like you said about Huxley as well, um, even with the extra thousand, it is, you know, okay, so say there's 3,000 humans and it makes it 4,000 PFPs, you know, whatever total. And then we have AI coming. Like, if it ends up being a 10K project, wasn't that the whole goal anyway to make sure that, I mean, how many, we can't limit it to just the, you know, there's a thousand robots, there's, there's less people that own those robots. So how many people are we really trying to exclude if we don't allow other people to benefit from it? And they did say robots are going to have utility. Yeah. They did say apes do you, do you, and, and yeah, go ahead. I wanted to ask you everyone, do you think that that extra hundred thousand plots should just go to the people that didn't, were able to mint? Maybe they can see that on the chain or do you just, we just take that land? No. No, because the, the, the price is the all. same right now. In the in the secondary market, you can pay and buy a piece of land for the same you would have paid in mint, and there's no gas war right now. So it's like, no, no, but at this some point, of those 100,000 lands have rarity rolls. Like, well, you pay the cost to play the lottery, okay? That's life. You play the game to win, or you don't play the game at all. Like, I don't have the empathy. I have empathy for people who, like, so no people who pay gas. to the people who didn't we're able to get that how, well how many people at this point are we talking about because i mean if you didn't have enough money you didn't have enough money it is what it is it's like if i, I can't complain about not being able to afford a lamborghini just because i don't have enough money about it like that's how it works you have to be able to put yourself in a position and if you're not then this isn't like socialism or communism like that this is the blockchain it's you know supposed to be they, decentralized pull off 20 percent uh to people that lost gas something like that something they've they refunded that, they've refunded it was, their gas it was though. an yeah. unprecedented an unprecedented amount of refunds that were given out on this last drop for for failed transactions which i think is going above and beyond what they had to do um but it does set a good precedent to you know what i mean to, to try to accommodate people that lost money although it's definitely going above and beyond it wasn't something they had to do it was just a nice little hat tip to people that uh, that participated and lost out. So just that alone, people should be grateful for, in my opinion. Like, I, I couldn't afford to mint a mutant. You know what I mean? But Me neither. Had, I, had I tried, had I tried to mint a mutant and I failed, I would not have expected a, a free mutant or a chance at a raffle for a mutant. Like, I just chalked it up to I couldn't afford it. Fucking I lost. Or I didn't put enough gas through. I lost. That's how it works. Like, the Ethereum blockchain functions as an auction you're auctioning for a place on the bus basically to and the bus takes you to the blockchain to be in, encrypted forever and ever and amen and if, if you don't win that auction to get on the bus i'm, I'm sorry but you, you don't get what's at the uh, at the end of the tunnel it's how it's always worked that's the narrative you can't you can't succeed always catering to the people who are complaining because there's always going to be people that complain you have to cater to the people that believe in the project that have invested in the project they have always rewarded if you bought one ape then you got a mutant you got a dog you got ape coin and you got a piece of, of a plot of land they they are rewarding continually the people that invest in them not the people that are like oh you know i sold my ape why didn't i get ape coin I, you know, I, I, I went to go mint, but I didn't get it. Now, now you owe me a piece of land. That's, that's not how this shit works. So. Metamore, you want to jump in? Um, I think with other 
other types of limited edition collectibles that don't involve that are not digital that are physical items it's it would people wouldn't really have this uh, view of oh I, did, I didn't get there in time to buy one they should make more of them so I can have one too they would either decide they want to buy one uh, off somebody that already has one or they decide well you know I missed that I'll, I'll get something else that's cool um, obviously because of the amount of money involved with this stuff it, it definitely ch uh, changes the emotions involved and how how volatile that can be I do think that for <clears throat> I think that with one reason why this particular drop was so so hard on a lot of people is is because even the founders characterized it as an, an, a fair entry point that a lot of people would be able to come in and so I think a lot of people got their hopes up and assumed that there wouldn't be a gas war whereas those of us that have been part of big hyped ops just assumed there would be no matter what and so we got we got ready for it and people that haven't you know they haven't been part of that before yeah, got wrecked some that have just like just, ready. just like yeah. we did just yeah. like we did many 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 times each one of us has been i guarantee you have been gassed out tons of times and missed out on things that i wanted and have been lucky to to get others that I, that I really did want and so it's just it's it's like like bedstock said it, it's it's a game this this is a gamified ecosystem and you have to learn how to play the game and here's an unpopular take i think that the pricing was too fair i think that they priced the land too low and it allowed too many people to participate had the price been higher it would have limited the amount of people that could have that could have been able to participate in this uh, this sale, and it might have even caused the gas fees to be lower as a result because there would have been less people competing for block space. I was very surprised that the the cost was only going to be three hundred and five ape. I expected much much more than that. So you know, I don't know. Moving forward, if that's something they'll consider, Moonbirds. From what I hear, the Moonbirds drop was fantastic because they required you to have three and a half ETH in your wallet and win a raffle. So if you think a botter is going to put three and a half ETH in a hundred different wallets, it, it's got to be a special type what, of botter. Well, what what they ended up doing was you could for Moonbirds how they manipulated it is they 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 registered with the with the ETH and then they just moved it to the next wallet and registered again. They didn't they didn't check after you registered. Are you sure? Because they can yeah, do I'm it so that the money has to stay in the wallet. They've done it with a couple different drops so far. I think Hackatow did it as well. You had to have you're, the you're, ETH. Yeah, you're right about that, 100%. They, uh, Moonbirds didn't do that though. They, they even even somebody asked about it, and they said, "No, we're not checking the wallets after you register." Gotcha. Still, uh, from what I gather, the Moonbirds drop. Most people who entered the raffle and had the money in their wallet had pretty good odds of winning. And uh, it's going. It was a one, one in four, right? One in four yeah. chance. I mean, like, and everybody that minted is is quite content. Uh, with how things are going on that front so i don't know it's just a thought like maybe raising the price would have would have caused the outcome to be a little bit less salty <laughs> yeah we're in a whole new we're, capitalist we're doing a raffle doing a raffle and just having a having a raffle system of, of sorts could have been a, a, a different solution without it's, the money though without the requirement of having funds like then the raffle becomes fucking botters galore you know like it's a very very complex issue i don't think there's any solution 
I think no matter what you do, it's going to get gamed. It's just how do you find a solution where it gets gamed the least, you know, and make the most people happy. Yeah. Speaking of an unpopular opinion, um, Animoco Brands is connected to Sandbox. Um, we're seeing Sandbox is, has its has its glory. It, it has its niche. Uh, so some people like me don't think it's going to be around a long time. That's just my opinion. Don't kill me. Um, but Animoco is investing into this driver of the Yuga land. Uh, can they do both? Can they do Sandbox and the Yugaverse at the same time? Uh, some people are saying, hey, wh what are you going to be focusing on here um, as the Animoco team? Uh, I honestly think focus on one thing, uh, build that one thing out. We have no information on what codas do, what the lands do. We have like a sheet, but that's the Yuga. Yuga is great at um, a shout out to Ronan, the collector for saying this, but cadence every two months, there's something, uh, there's always something every two months. So what do you guys think? Is it, is this, uh, this land price 3.6 justified? Is this, uh, you guys are waiting for announcement to ape back in. What should the people out there be, be looking at? I'm gonna let uh, first. Yeah, go ahead, more. What the fuck is a coda? What is this shit? What do we? What? What does any of this stuff mean, bro? Like, what does this shit mean? I don't know. I have I have a lot of speculation, uh, just like anyone else. I I uh, was not lucky enough to mint a coda. Um, Deadstock had the Midas touch. Lucky bastard. Amazing. Okay, okay. Happy for you. Okay. Awesome. Manifested it. Manifested for sure. There's, I see no other. No I other went in his, I was, I was in his DMs that day and I said, um, I don't usually do this, but you need a fucking coda basically. And he's like, <laughs> and, and his response, and I have put like all these sentences of like, why? And he's like, he's like, all right, brother, I'll think about it. I got to go to bed. Good night. And then the next day he's like, you know what I thought about? It? He's like, you're right. I need a coda. And he found the perfect one. <laughs> yeah, I was very lucky to find one that's all blue and was on a, a plot of land with uh, a rare, two very rare resources and a, and a artifact. So the I, I was glad to get, grab that. And then, of course, a, a central, I guess, theme of of my collection has you know centered around my blue fur ape so i was really stoked to get a coda that's also blue has blue fur and I, and funnily enough we we both only have one eye so cool. i was <laughs> just like a cool matching set and very extremely blessed and grateful that i am in a position to have made that purchase what thanks you thanks to yuga and what, what they have built what do you think uh does you, does these codas rise in value with no information you know how twitter goes they're like they'll fud the shit out of this and i don't think everything is fud raising what 800 million on a land sale is just speculating what's I, what with no information on what this stuff does i know you said this stock is the future but what the fuck does it mean right what, well what, let's give it a Let's give an example of, of, of the possibility of what's going on and how ready people are to throw money at this. Um, back, back to your original question real quick, and then we'll transition it right to what you just said. So Animoca is a $5 billion company, like probably worth even more now. So they have more than enough resources and teams to work on a plethora of projects. Businesses, as they grow, they have to do that. So they're, they're never going to work on just one thing. They acquired um, the people that own Sandbox. So obviously they have that part of their team now. 
and then now they've been working with Phantom Yuga, Galaxy. With Phantom Galaxy, exactly, for probably, it's almost 12 months officially they've been working with Yuga for what they've been building out. So this is not something that they just decided on a whim to come up with at the beginning of the year and they're just trying to throw it together. It is time, time has been put into this. And to emphasize, that means math-wise, three months into, after minting in May for Board Apes, they were already in talks and working with Animoca into building something like this. So it just goes to show you the forethought that they've had. So then we transition it into what we were talking about before and with the codas. And, you know, let's take a look at the example of what Elon Musk did just the other day. He posted the picture of the Southern Bees auction apes that were bought in bulk. And people were like, oh shit, point jump. Well, yeah, well, you know, like we need it at this point, but yeah, it really did. And ApeCoin boosted in within minutes, 20%, you know? Um, and then once he put out the other tweet, basically saying, uh, seems kind of fungible, which I thought was hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know, it, everything started to calm down again. Uh, but it goes to show you that with these, with this type of project, since it is in, you know, it is the pinnacle, bless you, of this Thanks. space at the moment, you could see that the minute they announce more information, and this is why they're not announcing information less than a week after they did the drop, they have to let things settle. Yuga's the only the person ML that could fucking raise 600 million with no info. They're the only yeah. person. Well, it's not no info too. Also, <laughs> I don't want to generalize it. Like there's, there, there's honestly more than enough. There's more than enough info to understand kind of like, like everybody here has played video games before. We all understand resources and building stuff, crafting marketplaces, selling the resources, selling what you, you make items and stuff like none of this shit is new underneath the sun. So now they're just doing it on the blockchain. And with the codas, while we don't know exactly what they do, we understand that, that this is the future for this type of uh, project. And so if it's another announcement that comes out, say two weeks from now, end of the month, even if it's an announcement that comes out next month during NFT NYC and ApeFest, you know, people are going to be ready for it. And it's going to be up to those who kind of read between the lines and prepare. And again, maybe you didn't get in during the mint. And as prices drop, it, it allows you to get in. Maybe you don't get the free land because you didn't get any land. Uh, hint, hint, maybe buy some land and get, get some free land, you know, two for one. But maybe the prices drop down for the lower lands again. So people can really get into this and the tiers are going to set up. Like Walsh, she said, for what this looks like it's shaping up to be, the entry price was honestly probably fair. You know, it's not like they sold 100,000. Uh, they, you know, mutants and apes got their shit. They held back 15K. And 55k went out there, which is probably stuff in the future that we're going to see with the amount of people that are coming in this space. Um, you know, that's why I, sh I showed more earlier, and I, I, I didn't get a chance to show Walsh yet. But I, I bought two more codas. I bought two codas with weapons, and I bought two more pieces of land that had like rare resources on it because, you know, if this is what we think it is, I'm either just going to lose money. Coda Max, or, you became a Coda King. Well, I mean, I had three already, but. Um, just one of those things where you know thank you appreciate it but again it's i got free money from from yuga and i was using it to provide liquidity pool you know money and and make fees off of that but now i'm like okay i my theory was ape was going to drop which it did today so i said let me just buy ethereum and everything while i can do it and i, I made the move last night and grabbed grabbed them and i feel like that's like the play and you don't it's all it's all this to scale anyway. Like you don't have to spend the amount that I did and people are spending way more money than I did. Even, even gutter cat founders are jumping in on the other side land and stuff like that. So it's like, we're not the only, and then there's people that have less than us that are, that are getting in and just getting their first piece of land and just so happy to be able to get that. So 
I feel Chase like Banks uh, had 130 plots and only pulled three quotas. Of that's just that's just his karma. Chase Banks get on the show sometime. While she, when it comes to the quotas or or meta meta Mori, are these or do you have to equip them with a weapon to harvest more ape? Is are they are they like guides inside the the lore? Are these like guides for quests? Do you partner them up with the artifacts? Like, what do you know about quotas and um, that's like maybe a part of the lore or for people to, to, to unpack? All we know so far, and more, you can you can verify this if I'm wrong, but what we know officially is that quotas are celestial beings, and they brought us to the other side. Um, there's speculation going around and some leaked pitch decks and stuff which sometimes have been accurate other times haven't but um if i was to guess i would presume that maybe they're used for harvesting resources i don't know seems like it makes sense uh, maybe they can steal other people's resources i'm not sure that'd be kind of interesting um but yeah all we really know is that they're celestial beings and they've brought us to the other side and uh, they are very connected to the other side and we know that artifacts are potentially going to reveal secrets about the other side uh, that's why each one has a door if you notice every plot has a door to someplace yeah exactly cool and uh yeah people have been speculating it's been a lot of fun uh i'd also like to see a little bit more information but whatever it is what it is i, I can't complain i'm very fortunate Metamori? uh yeah i definitely would love to know more uh details while she nailed it that's uh that, that's pretty much what we know um we do know as well that it's similar to apes and mutants and the dogs and the rest of the ecosystem we have um the commercial rights ip rights of the codas so if you if someone owning one wanted to monetize it and uh, license it out they they could do so that's also part of why i chose that's part of why i've been building my set and some of my different nfts as like a, a blue collection is just to kind of have a theme that goes together and and that i could either use myself and future stories and stuff like that or or license out he's gonna make his quota talk in an alien language <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen um no also spoilers. i wanted to ask uh for um the homies that have quotas and just the whole ecosystem um you know we, we we what is what is it gonna be that's gonna attract people to the other side right we have gta you have uh second life where people spend coin on that already you have roblox you have fucking fortnite epic games what is it you guys in your opinion is gonna think that's gonna have people hanging out on the other side all the time I mean, you could do all these worlds at the same time, but um. I'm I'm interested to see because so far we've seen that the the founders are very good at weaving a story that people are interested in experiencing, and so I'm very interested to see what how they weave story into the other side, particularly with the codas. Like if say they are some type of caretakers of that world that we interact with they're like possibly guides of some kind and um i just think that if you look at the the 
the variety of the land plots and the, the codas themselves, it, it clearly will be a very diverse world that will be visually pleasing and exciting to explore. And um, so far, the, the story that they've weaved for the played out for the apes and, and mutants and all of uh, the creatures so far i've enjoyed the story of the swamp and the yacht club and, and all of these things and it's going to be fun to see that story play out and how it connects with with the other side like when when there are the mecha dogs and mecha mecha apes and stuff like that further down the line how do all these creatures tie into the world that they're building out I love it. It has to be fun, right? And I think that's what yeah. you could do. Make the shit fun. Have the quest. Mm -hmm. I, I love that they have the, the full charge. It's just when it comes to app, applying it, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing it happen. Uh, uh, I'm not as much of a moon boy because uh, maybe I don't have an ape, but I have ape boy. But uh, what do you guys think? Wall Street, that stuff. It has to be fun for it to play, right? Like GTA. Walsh. Absolutely. I think that and like that's another big question man because we're still in the dark here about like the majority of the information we want to know i don't know like are is it going to start off as like a staking game is it actually going to be like an immersified uh, metaverse experience similar to like the sandbox alpha test which we're still we're still waiting for them to launch their actual uh full platform uh, i hope that's not the case for other side i hope we get a result much faster than what sandbox has been doing but i really don't know man i hope it's I hope it's a really intense metaverse where we can all gather kind of like some of the older metaverses I enjoy, Decentraland or Crypto Voxels, yeah. and we can either socialize or participate in whatever kind of resource gathering or, or crafting is available within within this world. Uh, it, it'd be great to have options and, and options to build out our properties and whatnot and share what we've created with other people or even higher folks that are, are better at building to to create stuff for us on our land and um yeah it's going to be interesting dude because it's going to be a whole ecosystem it'd be great if apecoin was used to incentivize artists to make assets yeah. and stuff they're like gonna, that they're going to master the marketplace if they do that that's going to be a nice little one thing i'd like to see and what i'm surprised i haven't seen already i'd like to see yuga labs create a marketplace similar to the crypto punks marketplace where there is no marketplace fee and all of their assets are available in ApeCoin only at 0% marketplace fee. I think that'd be a fucking baller move on their part. And I think it would drive the price of Ape up. Mm -hmm. And I think that it would also provide a service to the community members that would be greatly appreciated. Nice. Yo, uh, the chat put a great point up here. It says, don't forget Alluvium Lansdale. Gotta, gotta give it out to the, the Warwick brothers, Carl, Cars Warwick, whatever. Uh, They've been building that goddamn thing for what three years now, boys. Hopefully, they have mastered the craft of a fun game. It looks like Pokemon on NFTs. That stock. Uh, are you looking forward to Alluvium, or are you fully bullish on other side? Uh well, I, I think it's clearly evident I'm, I'm bullish on other side. Um, but I, but I definitely solely like Alluvium. Oh no, I'm not solely maxing. <laughs> I'm never maxing anything. If I was maxing anything, I wouldn't have been flexible enough to make the moves that I made over the past, you know, year and a half. So I don't, I don't really believe in the maxi stuff, but nice. I do believe in high conviction and, um, you know, you, you got to make the moves that you feel are appropriate. So I just follow my intuition. I'm looking forward to Alluvium and Star Atlas and Parallel into, into everything that we're looking at, but obviously, um, things take time 
and thing, things of this depth take time. If it, if it was just, you know, surface level gaming, some of the stuff would already be out. They'd be doing the click gaming like Crypto Blades or, you know, the pit the pitcher stuff like that. Um, even, even with Cool Cats in their game, they have multiple levels that they're building out. They officially have the foundation going really well. They've been doing updates has, every couple Twitter of days. Twitter has ringed them by the neck. It's sad to see that shit. It, well, you know what? It, it is what it is, and, and people want to shit on it. But the funny thing is, they were shitting on it when it didn't have a game, and now that the game's out and it's the best it's ever been, now they're just shitting on it because the price is down. So it's like, I don't really give a Can't fuck win. what they think anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's a lose-lose if, if you, again, if you give into these people. So, um, and, and these are the same people that, if it were to take a turn for the better, and start to climb up because they implement say the housing or you can do the pets uh, automatically without having to play the game that way you can be passive like the cats or they introduce the battling or whatever it is you know without, uh, and it's not supposed to be anything like uh, axie infinity but um then you and there's more use cases for milk for instance you're going to see this stuff same thing with gutter cat gang they, they're going to have to deliver they did the clones uh the doll clones will be the final ones that'll be coming up i believe um next week and then after that people are going to be expecting to see some kind of information or some type of stuff going towards this uh, gutter cat game economy because they're using the same people that board apes have used and cool cats have used and so it'll be interesting to see you know alluvium develop over the next year or you know few years and all these other games and see who really is able to deliver but you know it's going to take time we're, we're watching paint dry honestly it's just really cool paint that we're watching though so that's why you I can love, make money off of it that's why i love you gurus i know i know many more you want to say something let me just say this that's why I love you gurus because, you know, in this perspective of Twitter, it's a very short-sighted perspective. It's about having perspective. You got to be down when they're down before down when they're up. So when when you're investing in gutter cats or and you're seeing that oh yeah the floor is not moving and you're gonna just complain all the time on fucking Twitter instead of just trying to build this fucking team, hold space, be a mob, down what they're down, and then when they blow up, you can't just be like oh god I always knew like that shit is that fake love shit you see it all over twitter you see it all over twitter spaces a bunch of people don't know what the fuck they're talking about that's why i appreciate the gurus appreciate the show appreciate the realness of it uh just have a good time appreciate you more appreciate you too brother um oh no I, d I didn't have anything in particular to say i could tell that my facial tracking was yeah, going weird just confused. I'm like, Dang, was, and i was trying to get it back I, whenever it goes funny if i look up like this and i open my mouth and then i go back to normal <laughs> it seems to fix it <laughs> it has the funniest glitches though yo did you have a really good time in new it Orleans, is what man? it is i did bro i have the best time when i get to be there with with my family my my parents and my mom and dad and my sister really are some of my favorite people on the you planet. You haven't seen them in a while, huh? Yeah, I hadn't seen them in, in about two years. Jeez. And um, yeah, it's just so good to see them. I love them so much. They're, they're just awesome people. They've taught me a lot. It's good to get awesome. grounded like that. I'm pretty sure when you got back yeah. into the game, you were just uh, on another force. You, 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 weren't, you got off the hamster wheel a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you gotta just step off the wheel and enjoy the sunlight. <laughs> um, shout out to the homie Danny Yu. He made a cool tweet today that I gotta highlight. It kind of shows us where we're at in the space. Uh, I know yesterday I went after a mint called PXN, kind of got wrecked too. With I won't say who else got wrecked. I kind of got wrecked, chasing being greedy. 
sometimes I can be greedy at this in this in this, in these spaces. Um, I do as much as we did talk about raffling stuff off. I really want to champion that as well. I feel like you could find a balance of even common ground here. But shout out to Danny Hughes for this tweet. He says we we as a space need to go back to our roots. What what drives us anymore? Question mark. Literally fake tweet saying tomorrow is going to be huge. Rallied the entire space because we're all so thirsty for the next play. Well, guess what? We are the play and we've been getting plays for a long time. Um, Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I think it has some validity where we're kind of just, you know, chasing these men. Uh, do we ever get content on what we have here in this game? That's why I honestly, I love these little projects that are coming out. And if you're in the dojo, we talk about all these little projects, ape reunion, whatever. I really think that if you had an opportunity, you would go with these lower floors. Yes, and not everyone could afford a blue chip. Ape reunion, good, pro solid price, 0.05, get in. But not just get in, build like On The Moon is building. Build like King Blackboard build. Hosting Twitter spaces, throwing out content, getting out there and getting your face out there, making merch, doing crazy things for the community. That right there on a small floor, you don't got to chase the next hype thing. You can do it on these little projects that can be the next blue chip. Uh, what do you guys think about what Danny you said on that? I was being thirsty. Yeah, I, th I think the space is very thirsty for the excitement of of what some of these projects have given in terms of gains and the flips and volume and that 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 uh dopamine rush can can get pretty addictive for us all and um i think i think it definitely is important to just figure out what direction you want to be going yourself what kind of just like normal life the blockchain's the same figure out the type of people you want to be associated with and be building with learning from and poten potentially teaching along the way and and focus on that because for for me that has has really helped guide me in a successful direction is trying to go in a direction that i'm excited about creating and within creating within and 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 participating in and, and being part of not just wanting to flip so do you find that gen yourself generally not, is the kind of so, sorry you go brother do you, when do you find yourself when you're not in like a genuine space that or a genuine environment you kind of just pull away and find other spaces like that definitely i think that's a big part of what makes different projects successful is you know the the apes my experience of the apes is being able to connect with deadstock and walshy qb ridiculous other and and uh, you know pizza later i don't need uh, i'm not going to list off everybody because there's just so many awesome people that i've connected with through the apes and the way that we all interact the help the way that we've helped each other learn about this space and be prepared for things like the the way that the other side drop was it's about forming relationships friendships and connections 
with people that are that, that also that want to build and want to progress and want to share knowledge and that that knowledge ends up being extremely valuable in a space like this that's so competitive i think so, it all depends on yeah. like washi one second i gotta give you the apl on that one oh alpha plays only absolutely go ahead well sorry no. Just back to your, no problem, but uh, just going back to your question about like, are we thirsty? Like what, what is it that we're here for? And it's, it's a question that has just as many answers as there are people in the space, in my opinion, right? Like everybody has their own different why, like why they're here. Uh, my why when I got here is a lot different than my why now. And uh, like personally, I, I got to the space just out of curiosity. I started fucking around. I met a community that I, kind of resonated with i found a technology that i really liked and that technology was on chain specifically like fully on chain tech which is why i kind of stuck with the avastars crowd and that's where i, I formed my friendships and that organically turned into full-time employment which is a, a huge blessing for me and i never dreamed that i'd be working full-time doing my hobby which is my reality right now so bless up and bless up. <laughs> you know so but i mean everybody <laughs> else I feel like what that, that oh, yeah. is. Absolutely. The root. Absolutely. The root. But like some people's why is just specifically to be here to day trade and, and to make a profit. They're not here for community. They don't care about community. They're not in discord. Uh, some people's why is they, they want attention. They want, you know what I mean? They want to have a big platform to speak on. So you see them hosting Twitter spaces and engagement farming on Twitter and doing the TikToks and stuff, which is fine. It's just, uh, we all have different different paths and different purposes and we all have different interests and that's that's what makes it so interesting because all of us here us four we all have different whys like you know mm -hmm. it's it's a uh, it's interesting and it's it's fun it is i like the um the the way that qb uh qb pick the way he he characterizes it is he says that this this space very much like life is a, a like a choose your own adventure game and it's really up to you to figure out what adventure you want to go on and who you want to share that with. This is the way. Um, and, and that really is part of it because we are actually choosing these worlds that we want to explore and connecting with the people we want to explore them with before the worlds are even built. So yeah, you just, it's, it's just interesting the different connections that will be formed through this the, the the through web three and the way that the world will be impacted by those friendships and, and the, the different the networks being created that are that are driven and intelligent and hungry for change it's going to be really cool yeah you brought me back because i i was in a, a form of a titling of the stream calling it uh, the capitalistic paradigm but you know from the stats I'm seeing in America just last month, around 3 million people left their jobs just last month. People people are try, people all over the world are trying to find their roots. So great point, Walsh, mm. what their why again, you know, not just slaving. And I think that's beautiful about, it, it's, it, it is a capitalistic paradigm, but it's an NFT paradigm here where you can find the community, you can find your purpose, in the in the quest you know and that 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 definitely uh that i'm definitely enlightened from hearing you both say that so let's talk what's your thoughts on that 
Uh, yeah, I, I concur with what everybody said. I think all all four of us here, and, and I feel like most of the people here in the chat and, and who we deal with are really good about um, balancing out. Um, maybe it's not 50-50. Sometimes we go hard and then we learn to pull back. But I mean, case in point, you just went to the Bahamas. You know, I know when Walshy is, uh, he needs to take a break, he'll take a break. Like he doesn't have a qualm about doing that, whether it's spending time with the fam or just saying, I, I need to get some extra sleep. Uh, you know, Maury, obviously, he's putting in work and clearly being over in Australia. Now he's back in the States visiting fam. So this is an opportunity for him to recharge and catch up with the, with, with his mom and his sister and everybody get get that good uh, Louisiana cooking. But at the same time, he's still making a point to touch base with us and all that stuff. And I know for me, I, I've been doing that, too, throughout the year. Like, I, I'll go hard and, um, you know, I'm used to staying up late anyway. I've done it since I was, I can't even tell, you know, since I was a kid getting in trouble doing it. But, you know, when it's when it's time to get sleep, like if I go to bed at four in the morning, five in the morning, I'm, I'm going to sleep like seven hours. I'm not just going to like sleep four because I got to get up at a certain time. It's not how it's going to work. Or, you know, I know last year, you know, at one point I would not do anything over the weekend. If it was the weekend and there was something going on, it I was just out of it at that point. I missed uh, Walshie. What was it? Fleurs? What was the one with the rabbits? Blur. Bluff. Blur Fluff, yeah, 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 fluff, yeah. So, so I'm mixing the blur and, and fluffing up, but but you know, I, I missed that. And I know that was a good play for you, and um, and, and a couple other things. So it's just one of those things where we're going to do what we got to do, and uh, and it's important because that is also part of the journey, making sure that we make the moves that we need to make and know what our goals are, plan and execute it. But at the same time, making sure that that balance is definitely there, so that you are not in a position where you overdo it, and then when it's critical for you to make a decision, you're your brain's fried or you haven't slept or you do it because that usually that's when you hear people making mistakes i was tired and i accidentally clicked the link i you know i wasn't paying attention and i did this i did that i, I shouldn't have been you know it was late night i was about to go to bed and then i tried to make a move yeah you, you, you gotta you gotta know when to put yourself in a position to succeed or at least prevent yourself from failing so wow and and bella said it too you got to maintain that 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 good mental health that's a, that's it that's it all starts there anyway so when it comes down to um, who, when it comes down to Twitter Spaces that stuck, are you in those? Are you uh, constantly talking in those? Like, where is your best way to get information if you're a newbie in the game? Because um, everyone recommends Twitter oh. Space, like, and I don't oh, think uh, that's the best thing for mental yeah. health. Uh, I thought you were going in a different direction because I was a bit like, you know, I'm I'm rarely in spaces. I I do get invited to spaces and I do it sometimes and I'll talk um, but I'm I'm rarely in spaces these days. I don't look for any new information, honestly. I don't give a shit. But if you're a newer person, yeah, newer you kind of have to go through that initial step, um, like we all did, where you know, you your Twitter account becomes a uh, a crypto Twitter account. Basically, you're following people for whatever you're looking to do, DeFi, NFTs, and you're jumping in Discord. You're joining groups like the Dojo, which um, remind us: Are there any toys available for people to get left. in? Thirty left, but people have been have been been frothy. They've been jumping in crazy. There you go. So, you know, to join communities that you feel would benefit you or that a friend recommends, um, because that th this is a reason why I don't get into, I rarely get into any DAOs. I rarely get into any alpha networks because if you learn to follow the space and, and learn how to, uh, what, what your style is, you're going to end up making decision. Like the decision will make itself. You're going to find a project, whatever it is at a good price point for yourself. And you'll be able to get in and if and you know and hopefully it does well for you and if you can 
basically just maintain, you know, you don't even have to do crazy stuff, little two X's here and there. You're, you, you will eventually, and you know, not that you won't lose money, you'll probably lose a little bit of money. You eventually hit a home run. You'll hit something that'll take you to the next level. All of us have a story, whether it's parallel prime keys and just fucking stacking up on shit or board apes or, you know, whatever it is. Like it, it, I still remember when Walsh, hit his stride and he took it to the next level and um, he was able to, and, and it, it, well, it, well, that was, that was the beginning, but also it was around the time that he started to make a couple moves um, to the fast food punks and a couple other things where he really just made really solid plays that turned out really well. And it afforded him the opportunity to take that step to the next level where he could do what he's been doing now and keep it growing. So, and same with me, you know, I, I was basically, you know, doing crypto and investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum. And you then sold I was this like, beta. Oh. yeah, I sold that data for 20 X <laughs> and threw it into, threw it into NFTs. I, I did basically crypto. And then I was like, oh, let me do DeFi and some of the lower coins. And then I did a bunch of staking coins. I had like 30 coins staking at one point. And then, and then around that time it was, you know, top shot blew up. Nobody sold, uh, we all should have. And then, and then NFTs really blew up and that I was literally just taking my gains from crypto and putting into that. And it was the best decision I ever made because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I am today with the portfolio that I have. Yeah. It's those invisible tram lines that, uh, just take you, the train takes you where you need to go. A little luck, a little bit of smarts go a long way. Um, guys, this was a great show. I wanted to ask uh metamore did i miss anything i don't think so i don't think we missed anything sure uh shout out to all the new people that, that joined the dojo because um and also please follow these awesome people the spotify listeners on the podcast at the dead stock og at metamori like it sounds and at walshy underscore e for all the new people in the dojo, right? They're looking for alpha plays only. APO here. Both. Alpha plays only. What do you guys recommend? As far as I recommend April Union, what do you guys recommend for a floor that can turn into a blue chip? This is NFA, of course, but from you guys are gurus, what do you recommend as a, a good, maybe future blue chip that can be affordable to some of these new people in the game? Don't go all <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go. yeah, yeah, one of y'all go. Ian, don't don't well, say Ian define 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 affordable. So are we thinking like like 0.5, 0.1, 0.2, 0.3 area? I'll be I'll be perfectly the gurus this question. Like, I'll be perfectly honest. I I find that price range to be a very very volatile and high risk price range, mainly because. You're dealing with projects that aren't established yet and we're seeing a higher fail rate for new projects and rug pulls and like uh, founder walk-offs than we than we ever have before so and i know that not everybody's in the same situation but what i try to do is i save up until i'm comfortable spending the money on a more reputable project that i don't have as much fear of going to zero um, i mean if you have only got 0.1 eth i i don't know what i would recommend to be honest at this point it's a much different game than when i had 0.1 eth i would recommend getting another 0.1 eth is my recommendation maybe a crypto coin investment uh yeah that's a really tough question because even like for example the mint that i participated in yesterday it was a new mint but it it you know it was several ETH to participate if you didn't get the whitelist. So if you've only got 0.1 ETH, grind whitelists, eventually you'll hit. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, maybe you, have to, you have to. You have to. Yeah. Great for the mental. Go ahead. Dismal. Well, now I was going to say it's one of those things where, like, you mentioned Grand Theft Auto earlier, and I used to play. I haven't played in like two, three years, but when I used to play Grand Theft Auto online a lot, you know, you're making money in the beginning. You're doing these little odd jobs just to make a little bit, and then eventually, once you can scale up, you're making like big money. You know, uh, in the beginning, five thousand is a lot to you. Next thing you know, you're deeper in the game. You're making half a million, or you're doing whatever it is. You know, flipping cars or whatever the missions are. So it's like you have to kind of figure out. You have to get in where you fit in, and it is what it is. That and that's where the education comes in. If you're doing a lot of guesswork, um, you're not going to succeed. So it's better for you to slow it down. The space moves quick. You're not going to be able to afford everything. Not even Dingling can afford every single thing. He can just afford a lot of it. Yeah, but you, so it's just one of those things where you, you got to get in where you fit in. And even with projects, um, projects that we think are going to do solid falter. They do a good drop and then the price is low afterwards anyway. Or people do a fucked up drop and it's, it's a good product and people FOMO into it afterwards. So you just have to be careful and uh, it's okay not to make a move. It is okay to just stack your ETH whether you're bringing in, you know, money from outside or you're you're selling stuff that you already had to accumulate and stack it up until you find a move that's like, oh, this is the move for me. And then you can actually make an appropriate one instead of buying. Cause then because then you're gonna run into the situation where you're always hopping from lily pad to lily pad like a like a frog just buying, like, oh, I can buy one or two of these. Let me hope this goes up. Oh, I can buy one or two of these. And then you're just holding on to stuff where if you find a good play that you believe in, maybe not you're not gonna throw all your money at it because that wouldn't be you know financially but, but, responsible but in, in, go ahead. In, but before with wall street's four pillars you know we used to talk about wall street's four pillars right uh how, what how to scope out an nft project if the community is there if their meme culture is there if they're constantly showing up on twitter if they're just rallying together those are good signs right for a project Mm-hmm. one of the signs yeah i mean all, all technically all projects have a community unless it's dead so it just depends you know and a lot of the communities Not could be rabbit equal some of them just is dead some of them just uh they don't have no engagement some of them are just mm-hmm. oh no no you're absolutely right yeah and and some of them are are um pumped by influencers and it's it's a false floor and they're just yeah. waiting to dump their bags on people so you gotta watch yeah, influencers there too there's, there's definitely projects out there right now that we're not even talking about that are probably going to be good buys that are probably in the range that we're discussing right now, whether it's 0.05, 0.1, that if you were to get in, you know, within the next two months or so, it might do well. Um, you know, even on the larger scope of what we're talking about, we're talking about NFTs, but okay. we're still talking about crypto. And, you know, people are, oh no, BTC is going down again. ETH is going down, you know, it's down to 2,700. You know, Bitcoin is down to 36,000. It's, you know, you gotta go make it through these ups and downs, and and you have to learn how to assess the situations appropriately, or at least know resources where you where you can trust. Whether you know it's us here in the dojo, or people on Twitter, or people on YouTube, you want to put yourself in a position where you're not you're taking in a lot of information, but you're not taking in so much information you can't even process it, and you're just like jumping at the next thing. Now this point comes out, and you're like, oh, maybe I should jump in that one, because in the end, you're not going to do it. Even right now with the the money looking like it's going down we're seeing uh you know it's probably going to bounce honestly i think like how, how much is it really going to go down so just bide your time uh right don't now it might be off. a chill time for you don't yeah exactly off. just wait don't sell now don't yeah don't sell for losses unless um you know you need to and it's again advanced play is it's not bad to sell for losses if it is 
uh, you realize not the play that you thought it was, or it's not the project that you thought it was, or they they switch something up and now they're going a different direction. Don't be afraid to pull your money out and put it in something else. Don't hold on to it just because you're hoping, because that hope is uh, usually a sign that it's probably not going to do well. I appreciate you, homies, for not shilling. Metamori, I really, I really appreciate you guys for not always shilling shit, like not always like pumping personal bags. Like that shit is just so rare to fucking find in the game. So I appreciate that. Metamori, uh, what do you think for the uh, the layman? Um, so what I I would probably do com coming into the space, having limited resources to work with, I think what I would want to do in that situation is try and find because uh, some communities you can just hop in their discord and just chat with people so hop in their discord see what the vibe is like do, do you see just see do you feel welcome there and talk to people do you feel like they want to they want to help you out or do they just want to sell you stuff you know um just get a vibe read the room see if it's a room you want to be in there are also there are some um some projects that drop free and you can mint for free as long as you have enough for for gas and so it could be worthwhile to to try and connect with the community that's part of one of those free drops so that you can then you know have a have a circle that you connect with and are trying to learn with and grow with um and 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 use that as an experience of of, of learning and seeing how does that project do based on the community and your experience there that kind of thing and just kind of start start with the low-hanging fruit try and learn the way that the space moves so uh part of why we we weren't disappointed at uh, by the other side land is we've been part of big hype drops and we know how to play that game and it's just simply because we've done it before we've learned we've been t told by people that have done it before and so it's about just getting into the space and, and learning how the different things work and and how how does the, the how do the how do communities t tend to respond to announcements versus uh quiet periods and seeing how floors respond to that as well it can be a valuable way to just kind of get your get your toes wet as to be part of a community that has a free mint wisdom wisdom um i don't know a lot of free mints out there i do i do think they're special when they do happen uh, i i do know of one coming up and I, I i will say like i i have some of their their og um pieces uh but i have no intention of of selling any of them um it's called the dead freaks and they're going to be doing an, an omni chain free drop so it's just you just pay gas do you keep and posted it's... in the dojo oh yeah yeah definitely um i think the drop's coming up in the next day or two so i'll, I'll definitely share you guys the link heard there. Right there can you say that one more time you cannot say that the APO is not juicy is not juicy because that was that 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 that's nice of you to say that, bro. Well, it's uh, a free mint. They're on uh, Twitter. It's at Dead Freaks NFT, and the uh, the creators, Cozy Grail and and Valkyrie, are both really really nice people. I've I've been part of their community for 
months and months, uh, probably actually longer than I've been part of the, the Board Apes. And I met a lot of really nice people through them. I met Jed through through the, the Dead Freaks. That's where I the, first, the first met Jed. Yeah, dude. Nice. You know, he's he's a legend. He's just such a cool dude. And met other really nice people like Youngest and, 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 and a few others. And it's just... Um, it's a good group of people and so like I, I would say it can be a good way to to get into the spaces by connecting with a, a a good group that are kind and interested in learning and teaching and and a, a free mint is a good way to do that shout out to the free mint gang uh i, I can't wait for the gurus to join a free union because that was a free mint too with two percent royalty mm. and really awesome people and the devs of the man squad and they have animations coming out for your stuff too uh i, I try to buy one a week just to be seen. maybe the gurus join in and uh we uh establish that project but guys this was amazing oh my god i fucking learned so much i missed you guys so much two weeks is a long time may is kind of squirrely june is kind of squirrely with traveling and it's nyc it's a bunch of crazy stuff happening I really wish I could be here as more consistent. Probably going to have to make these shows seasonal. Um, just uh, season one has closed on 50 episodes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. So we can have a general consensus. Consensus is how we feel. Uh, but these shows are important because I feel a lot of love. I feel the vibes. Uh, you can feel the vibes through the internet, through these e Ethereum nodes. You can feel the vibes of the show. You can feel the vibes of Dead Stocks and Wall Street and myself and I feel like if anything this is true sensei guru energy that really wants to love you help you your mental health see you win not show you shit not make you go down the wrong dark path uh, we're on this cool fantasy quest together and, and i really believe it's just starting um you know what the you know what time it is this is the end of the show where i give these three the gong i'm gonna have washi uh sing us out or whatever he wants to do but uh, Deadstock, Metamori, and Walshi. Uh, Deadstock, here's the gong. All right. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. Um, I'm going to keep it simple for those of you who have made it to the end of the show, either watching it live. Top 33 projects. Only the six of them have continued to go up and to the right, while the next 27 have gone sideways or down. So, you know, unless you have other side or a board ape or mutant ape or moonbird or Zuki or Clonex, your stuff has probably been going sideways or down minus the, the small projects that have been, you know, coming out at the low mints. So just keep that in mind right now. You're starting to see the separation of the, uh, I don't want to say quality, but of certain projects from the rest of the group. And we have to see if that trend continues. On another note, on a money-making note, if you do have NFTs that you want to sell and you have a few, do not be afraid to go ahead and list them on LooksRare. They are giving listing rewards, um, which are really good right now. Um, they will show you, they have a list of the projects that are paying out the most or the ones that, that would benefit you. And if you have any of those, don't be afraid to list them unless you're holding long-term. Um, like we spoke earlier, you're probably wanting to make a stack. So why not list your NFTs? You got to list them at least 1.5 or less times 
the current universal floor and you'll get paid every day from it. It literally updates every hour. And um, to be safe, you could do it like 1.35 or something, 1.4, and you can earn looks every day. You could sell it every day. You could let it stack up during the week. Maybe your NFT actually sells and then you make profit. So it's a win-win, but that's a play that I would recommend to anybody because whether you have a lot or a little, that would you know benefit you make money every day just like uh, that and that step in app that everybody's in i haven't used it but i have it i got a code i just you know <laughs> i play basketball i don't think i get credit for it so <laughs> yo i'm literally there's people that in my network that are literally trying to quit their job just by walking i swear <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have people nft people just fucking popping acls because they're trying to make so much money every day oh, but God. i did hear i did hear about somebody that i had like 30 shoes and they're bringing in over a thousand a day doing like 90 good, minute walks they need delphi wow. digital tokenomics they need really good burn tokenomics to survive like you, you you know you can't sustain these type of things at scale you know like you need good tokenomics so hopefully they have that hmm. right it's it's beneficial it's the beginning now people are joining as long as more people keep joining and and then they have the thing with the energy where you're buying more shoes and you're upgrading the shoes and that and that's kind of the tokenomics with these shoes that you can buy i think there's four types one for walking, jogging, running, and then a cross trainer, I think that lets you do all three. You have to have a specific shoe for what you're trying to do or the cross trainer so you can do whatever you prefer. And um, after you do whatever whatever it is, this shoe gets wear, you have to spend like energy or whatever it is to repair it. It's a whole bunch of stuff. So far, the tokenomics look like they work. People are definitely making money. And and quite honestly, they're you're being healthier by doing this stuff. But um, yeah, long-term, we'll have to see once maybe say the people joining plateaus and where, where it goes from there. But a very interesting concept. And I uh, just want to say uh, I love that Maury's back. Shout out to the people that are always here, the OGs. We mentioned Danny earlier. Obviously, can't stop Mike. Jeremy, we'll always love you. And all can't that stop stuff. Mike so, is um, watching from Theta. He says, love you guys. Yeah, yeah he, he posted something on Twitter. Yeah. So I just wanted to show him love, love because he, he's OG too. And, um, and of course, love everybody that's watching and listening on the podcast. Thank you for your time. And, uh, and I love you guys, of course. So I'm going to shoot it on to Maury. Yo, thank you. That's not uh, gone. Here you go. Man more. Thanks, boys, and thank you, everybody that's tuning in to listen and watch us chat about NFTs and <laughs> space creatures and the other side and all kinds of random shit. It's it's fun being able to talk about that with, with you guys, and I'm excited to be to just be back on the stream. It's been a while for me, and and I've missed you guys, and I'm really stoked. And um, just want to encourage everybody to, you know, we talk about balance. Just try and maintain that balance. Do a bit of just a, a bit of meditation, some exercise. Make sure you're eating healthy. Look after yourself. Because whatever you're doing, whatever your path, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. And we all want to make it as far as we can. So don't forget to look after yourself. Don't forget to love yourself and, and tell somebody you love them. I love you guys. I'm stoked to be here. We love you too. Thanks for uh, being a good example. Uh, you definitely deserve an award, my brother. So... Um, there ever is going to be a big uh, crypto reward show, I nominate you. Um, well, Thanks, you, brother. You go, Bo. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure, boys. Good to see you guys again, Deadstock, Maury, Young. Uh, Deadstock mentioned something about marketplaces. I'll throw this in here really quick. Um, 
I logged into Coinbase today just for the sake of claiming my name before somebody else gets it. I'm not using the marketplace yet, but I did notice that they have limited time, 0% marketplace fee. So if you're thinking about making a bigger trade in the next little while, it might be beneficial to consider a 0% marketplace fee. And also like Deadstock said, there's, there's looks rare as well, which gives you rewards. You'd have to do the math to figure out which one's more beneficial at the time. Um, I'll piggyback off what I was talking about earlier on in the stream, and that is find your why. Like really, really think about what it is that, that you want to get out of the space. Like, are you here for money? Do you want to build yourself a platform for, you know, an ability to, to share your thoughts and your, your feelings and your viewpoints to help others? Um, you know, there, there's all kinds of paths that you can take in this NFT and crypto game and finding the one that you're most passionate about and dedicating more of your time to that, I think it would be beneficial to each and every one of us. And even analyzing the path that we're on now and considering if, if maybe we need to spend more time on another path or, or totally switch paths, it's never too late. So yeah, really, really get to know yourself and, um, and what it is you hope to gain from being here. Um, there, there, there's much more here to be, be gained than just money and, and finances and digital assets. Uh, there's really great friendships, lots of education, you know, and uh, it, it's, for me, it's been very empowering. I didn't think that I had a lot of knowledge um, just from, from what I've stored up here um, by pursuing my hobby, but it, it's becoming more and more apparent to me that, you know, I, I have way more knowledge than most people in in the nft scene and i'm not trying to be arrogant but just by spending time here and having this hobby i've enabled myself to be in the position where i can apply for web3 and nft related jobs and so can you if you as well spend time in the space and just get to know the culture and get to know the ins and outs so it's a, a very very empowering time to be here because we have such a head start on everybody else um yeah boys success is what you make of it so take some time to do some introspection and i hope that you guys all have a great week until we see you next time Damn, peace bro. wall street really is a wizard Hell yeah. never fucking wall never street's a wizard guys i have a really really deep quote from a really awesome philosopher that i wanted to say here and i'm gonna say it i can't hold it back anymore don't go chasing waterfalls Simple as that. Okay. And uh, thank you for joining this a wonderful 55th episode on Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Drinko, some people call it. Shout out to my Mexican people. La Raza. And I uh, really appreciate uh, the t perspective, the introspective. Uh, we may not always agree on all the things, but uh, we definitely are uh, a family. And we could be seated at, sit at this round table and eat together without, you know, emotions rising and and we're just the betterment of this uh, of this entire space. We're not in a rat race anymore, boys and girls. We are in our own fantasy quest. That's what we learned today. Uh, please, please, please give this a like, retweet, tell grandma. Um, what can we say? Live the dream. Eat ice cream. Eat ice cream. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you bugged out. <laughs> Stay, Stay content. Stay content, baby. Later, homie. Yeet. Love you. Peace. Peace.